Welcome back to episode two of Ringside Talk. I'm Stephen Lowry. Joined with me as last week is Luca Zima. And today we have a, a special guest on our hands here, man. Some of you might know him as the Pizza Man. But over here at Buzz Talk, we just know him as Mike. Um, let's give a shout out to Mike Pupo here, man. Thanks for joining us. And um, <laughs> What's going on, Pizza Man? <laughs> What's going on? And um, I just want to start, man, with this whole Volk Islam thing. Joe Rogan saying that. Volk won three out of five rounds and that the judges are wrong and this and that. And I just want to hear you guys' takes. I know me and Mike both think that Volk arguably won that fight. And before I get into it, I just want to hear what you guys have to say about it. I I think Volk easily won that fight. Uh, I had money on Volk winning it anyways. Um, they didn't move him back into PFP. He's still the number one pound for pound, which I don't know how that makes sense then. If you lose to the number two guy, you would, you would think that he would have went up, correct me if I'm wrong. But, um, yeah, I I think with, like, obviously you guys know I'm a wrestler at heart. But in all honesty, dude, he was stalling. Like, he was wrestling, but it was more or less him just, like, not making any significant strikes from the bottom. He wasn't really trying. The ref was actually telling him, like, come on, you got to work, work. I think he was just stalling. Um, on the feet, Volk definitely. Like, that was after, if you've seen all the uh, Islam fights before, his face was the most beat up against Volk. I definitely seen it 3-2, to two, maybe even 4-1 Volk, to be honest. Like I said, it was just more or less control time. But I don't think wrestling really makes sense if you're not doing anything to back up your whether it's putting him grappling or whatnot i think they should definitely run it back and you know see who actually is the pound for pound but you know um i was reading i don't know if you any of you's read it how volk or islam was using an iv and stuff to get more weight you know because like if you're more hydrated you're going to gain weight faster anyways I don't know. I think the Dagestanians are um, cheating son of a bitches, some frauds. You know, I, I don't know. There's something going on with the Dagestanians. They're tough. There's some tough SOBs, I'll tell you well, that. They're climbing the mountains all the time. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they ain't out in the bush running from the cops from the bush parties. <laughs> you know, we're getting workout better workouts too. But yeah, I think they got to run it back. I definitely think Volk got screwed out of that. But we'll see what happens from there. Volk's only like 5'4", man. He was a lot smaller than Islam, but he looked really good. And I, I, I don't this, I don't think Volk takes this as a loss. I seen him celebrating in the club. He was happy. So we'll see where it goes from here. To be honest with you, I think that, like, what you said, they have to definitely re, like, rematch for sure. Like, there's no doubt about it. But, like, I, I would say it wasn't 4-1. to one, I think 3-2. to two. Just because, like, I don't know, like, Islam had a lot of takedown attempts, plus he had a couple takedowns and stuff, but Volk had, like, really good defense throughout that whole fight, so. And then especially that last minute, like, when Volk was just pummeling him, like, especially how you just, you looked at that, and even, like, Rogan said, you just can't, like, how could they give that to him? I was watching when Rogan was live during it, he was just like, he was like, dude, there's no way that, like, Volk, didn't win. He's like Volk won, Volk won, and then the judges announced it. And like everybody in the room was shocked. Like I was at home, like freaking out. I was like, Volk is. There's no way you can't give it to him after that last minute. Like he was pummeling him. So I was like, I I wanted Volk to win anyway, 
I mean, I, I do like Islam. Like you're over there bashing them with your old Dagestani whatever. But uh, it's not it is kind of boring. It is sort of like a Habib style, but you're a wrestler, so why is that boring? I mean, no, I mean like him as a person, dude. Like I like him oh, as a fighter, yeah. but like he's boring, bro. Like there was nothing cool in his press conferences, dude. Like he's just boring, man. It's boring to watch. It's just, dude, give me something exciting, man. Like just the way he talks all slow, man. Like. I don't know. He's just like, oh, to be honest. <laughs> you can barely speak English. Yeah, he's like the guy from Bobby Boucher, bro. <laughs> he's like, bring me this short guy. I cannot yeah, see. Water boy. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, dude, he's, he reminds me of, like, dude, if you ever seen uh, WWE and The Rocks imitating Kane, he's like, and I am the big green red, red machine. <laughs> like, I, I mean, he's a machine, dude. It's just he's not he's not entertaining, you know. And like, like uh, Dana White said, man, you got to sell a fight. It was. I don't. What do you do? You think that this was like one of the biggest, though, like one of the best double champ fights we've seen? I yeah. think. I think it's definitely going to be fight of the year, and I think that. Of this year, I, I, there's so many good fights. Yeah, but as of right now, I think it's fight of the year. Yeah, for sure. And I definitely think that Volk won round, arguably round two. I think he won round three for sure, and I think he won round five for sure. And I also yeah, think okay. that if there was 30 seconds, maybe 60 seconds left in that fight, that Volk was getting ripped off of him with a TKO victory. He would have finished him, yeah. That's yeah, what I'm I, saying, yeah. I think he won. Uh, I think Islam did win the first two rounds. I, yeah, I think it's arguable. The The second round is the one that was arguable, I think. And I think um, that is what probably won Volk the fight. But I have a question for you, actually, Luke, from a wrestling perspective. I don't know if you remember in the fight. You probably did see it. I think it was in the fourth round. Islam shot a very good double-leg takedown on Volk. It was so nice. It was so smooth. And people are saying that that takedown is what won Islam the fight. And I don't know if you remember seeing it or not. I don't know. But if you did, what do you think? Do you think that takedown won him the fight? I think I think it was. Yeah, like that. Yeah, I know what takedown you're talking about. It was Chris, man. You it know, was the was, smoothest double leg yeah, takedown I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Like um, with a lot of his takedowns besides that one, you were seeing him up against the cage getting in. That was just a clean shot. I don't mm-hmm. think that necessarily won him it. I think it was just how much he was able to – take Volk down and just play with him. Even even if he w- didn't whatever, he didn't work as he was on top. I think, though, he was just able at will to get Volk down. Volk did have good defense on occasions, but once he powered him up against the cage, he was able to then whip him down. It was very hard, man, for Volk. And being a smaller guy, when you have a taller guy there, dude, lengthier too, it's hard for Volk to like go and grab that ankle from the back get a leg in, dude, like Islam, but I think he did rely on his takedowns a little bit too much, and, like, I think Volk wanted to stand, man. He wanted, even in the fifth, man, I just thought, I thought, you know, both of these guys were looking at it like, hey, I'm 2-2, it's 2-2, let's just go and stand and give these guys a fight. I know Volk was saying something like that, too. He was like, you know, like, let's go and just shoot for the stars here, like, and it was kind of just boring at the end up until, 
Volk had that final 30 seconds. And I could have, I would have said, dude, Volk right, right there. Excuse my burps. You know, I had, I had, a, uh, I had something I wanted to touch on real quick with uh, what you said, Luke, earlier. By all means, uh, Mike. By all means. Yeah, well, thanks. Um, with uh, you were saying about how Islam just don't really sell the fight with the, the talking and stuff like that. And, you know, that's what made like people like McGregor and like even O'Malley and like these guys great, you know, like, you know, shit talking and, but they were backing it up, you know? I just feel like those guys from like Russia, like Habib and all those guys and like those real like respectful guys like that. Like, I feel like they're just so good. Like they like that sells the fight in and of itself. It's like, you know, you're going to watch like Islam's one of the greatest fighters in the UFC. So it's like, I don't really think he needs to say much to be honest. His, his fighting just speaks for itself. He goes out, he mauls people and that's it. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, what you I say? Would, I agree with Mike. Um, I would say definitely that yeah, they don't they're not necessarily in there to come and talk their crap. They just know they're gonna leave it out. But like when they ask them questions, man, it's just kind of really boring too. You know, yeah, like, true. Yeah. like you can see more of the media is trying to instigate it in a way, right? Like yeah. instead of like guys who learn from McGregor, um, dude, you're gonna go and make a lot more money if you sell this fight and I oh, think yeah. me and Steve and talked about this before. Um, this was one of the worst, I think, paper or um, promoted fights. Promotions. Yes, that we've seen in quite some time. Dude, the UFC was nowhere to be found. They were they're promoting that slap, slap shit more than yeah. they're promoting this fight, and it was a double championship fight. Mm-hmm. And I also I think, too, you. like what you guys say and that stuff about the, the media, I think these guys, man, just spent, spend a lot of time up in these Russian mountains yeah. They're not really on social media like that. You know what I mean? These dudes are bred different up there, dude. Swimming in lakes, wrestling bears and stuff like that. Like they're like Islam says all the time. He's trained for this moment his entire life. He's literally training all the time for it. Even when he's out of camp, he's still in shape. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these dudes like Patty Pimblet and stuff like that. When they're not, not everybody goes overboard like Patty does, but like I'll use Patty as an example because everybody knows how much he eats and stuff like that. A lot of these guys, like when they're out of camp, dude, like you'll see them in their post-fight conference eating pizza and drinking Pepsis and stuff like that. Like Islam and Khabib that's aren't really deserving. that's deserving because, dude, how much they like. That, it is deserving. Stuff. I think it is too. But that's what I'm saying. But like these, how Mike said about these Dagestanis being bred different. I just think they're. They just want to get home, bro. They want to get back to these mountains and get back to training because wrestling is, I don't think, I don't know if it's their national sport, but I know they love it over there. You know what I mean? Like they're, well, they're, they're carrying Putin's luggage up the biggest mountain in, in the world. Yeah. Like, dude. Every day. They're running up mountains all the time. Like the Nelk, like the Nelk boys video. They're, it was cool to see the like behind the scenes. I yeah, with, yeah, with, that was like, a good that's video. Crazy man, mm-hmm. stuff they're doing. Now, and, leave, leave me ask you this though: Would you say now, at like how promoting how I was saying they don't need to? Would you say though that most guys that like talk their crap are just only doing it in case if they lose a fight that Dana White's like, but oh, they can sell it. Let's keep them in instead of the Russians who are like, oh, you know. I don't need to talk my crap. I'm going to come and win. Because we've seen it. McGregor hasn't won besides Cerrone since 2016. But how he can go and sell. How he can sell a pay-per-view. Do you agree, though, that these guys like talk their crap because there's more money then? 
for Friday the night, uh, bringing in more pay-per-view buys, stuff like that. And then say they do lose, then the UFC can be like, well, if he can sell a fight and promote it for us, you know, we'll give him another ch- a chance. I think for some of them, but it's McGregor's like is an exception. Like he's the biggest there ever was. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It really like Patty, did. I don't think Patty Pimlet's that good of a fighter, Steve. I don't think he is either. And I was just going to, I was going to say that after we were done wrapping up with the whole Rogan thing, I guess we'll just jump into it now. Um, For UFC, I think it's 288, maybe. Um, Drew Dober versus Patty Pimblett's in the works. And Drew Drew Dober is a knockout artist. I like him a lot, man. I think he's a very powerful um, lightweight. And I think if, Patty gets in the cage with him. It's going to be the end of Patty Pimblett here. Like how he's, I mean, I like Pimblett. Don't get me wrong, but he's not as good as everybody thinks he is. You know what I mean? Like Jared Gordon, I think beat him. I think that they gave him that win because of the media. And it's just like, I think Drew Dober, Drew Dober will finish him. Like, I don't think he'll, it'll just be a decision. I think he will knock him out cold in that cage honest to god i really do and i want to hear what you guys have to think on that too because i know mike likes patty he's i like like patty but like you know he he i said from the beginning though like look what he does after his fights dude look how much he eats like i never thought he'd even be able to make his weight like 90 percent of the time so and that's how you know he'll never be a champion because he doesn't take it serious you know what i mean yeah yeah i take him i i like him like his personality, like he's funny and stuff like yeah. that. But like, like I, I just don't think he's going to be able to hang with the big dogs. Like once he starts getting up to climbing the ladder, I don't Me think either. he'll ever be a champion. That's for sure. No. Yeah. I think, I think um, we've seen in his first, like two fights in the UFC, he's very open to get hit. You know what I mean? How they yeah. were saying, like, Oh, he has a jaw on him. That's not going to help you when you're getting in front of these upper, upper, like, ranked guys you know Drew Dober I mean? was ranked yeah yeah like I think I think that's gonna be a good fight and it's another test though for Pimblet. I don't I don't think though if Pimblet loses that he's done in the UFC like I said he's a very he's very good at promoting his fights I don't think he'd be done but I think it would be the end of him saying I'm the next Conor McGregor like you know what yeah. I mean because he obviously that's, just not. Absurd. that's yeah. like the end of like his little like story you know like like, not the end of his story, but, like, to where, honestly, dude, it, it'd be a little wake-up call for him. To where then he's actually training. He's not, you know, being his fat tub lard ass that he is. <laughs> you know, like, I got – but, like, with him, like, eating and stuff. Dude, those guys wait so long to eat, man. But the thing is, is, uh, again, um, you know, they have to weigh in because it's – weigh in. they weigh in the day before the fight. And then that's your designed weight, like where you gotta. And then the day of the fight, or no, the day before, two days before they weigh in, then the, that's what you have when you have to come in at like 155 or whatever. Then the next day, dude, you can eat as much as you want and come in wherever. So these guys, dude, um, they're, some of these guys are actually gaining like 10 to 30 pounds of straight On weight. Fight, like, before fight night. Yeah, like Gaethje was saying that that these guys are literally cutting their like. Did you see the guy? I don't know who. Yeah, once you make weight, you make weight. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, who was the guy, dude? I forget. They had him on the what the air air uh, air buds, 
And his face, dude, this was last week, was skin and bone. Like, Conor McGregor looks gross, bro, when he was making 145. Like, Khabib, dude, was saying, dude, like, this kills people, man. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, I another thing I was reading, um, I don't know if we are going to touch on it, but there's something in the works now that Diaz is training to get in the ring and do, like, a two-way thing with Jake Paul, like an MMA fight and a... Uh, um, boxing. I don't know if you guys seen anything yeah. about that. Yeah, we we won't be touching on that. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I had no, no idea what what that was. Um, but I know, like, even with Naganu, I know him and Fury are doing the same thing too. They're they're in the works of doing like that's a two. Crazy. Yeah, like a major fight that's um, like boxing, but with the glove, like with UFC gloves. Yeah, Tyson or Tommy Fury and and Jake Paul's in a week, man. I know Poopo down there on the bottom of the screen is a is a big Jake Paul fan. He's always rooting for him. So, what do you have to while we're on the boxing subject? What do you have? What do you have coming into this fight? I I just think I, I'm gonna say I'm probably gonna go with Jake. Jake knockout in the six. I just want to say before. Luke, you say yours that Tommy Fury, I mean Tyson Fury was saying like how you know how Tommy Fury was saying how he knocks out world class fighters in the gym all the time and that he's been for the past couple months. Um, Tyson Fury was backing that up, saying like yeah, it's true and stuff like that. So this really is Jake Paul's first test. I mean, first real test, I think. And I was reading something. I don't know if it was on like first take or something like that. It was something on ESPN. Somebody was saying that if Jake Paul beats Tommy Fury, then he deserves to be ranked in cruiserweight. So we'll we'll see what happens. I definitely think this is big is um, biggest test yet. And before I give my take, I'd want to hear Luke's. I just wanted to get to say that. Yeah, I think with a lot of his um, opponents, how they're like. They, it's a horrible like win loss record of his combined opponents. I think, dude, no one was really though mentioning Tommy Fury up until Jake Paul. You know what I mean? I think Tommy Fury should go and give Jake Paul a little bit of credit. You know, he gave you already your biggest payday before when he put him on his undercard against one of Jake Paul's teammates. I think Anthony, whatever I forget, Taylor. I don't know what his name is, but um. Yeah, I, I think this is a big test for Jake Paul. I do think that it's a step up. But no one was really, like, mentioning Tommy Fury because of he wasn't really known like that, you know. So I think if Fury said if he loses, he don't deserve to box anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, do we see the end of Jake Paul in a boxing ring then? I, I don't think – I wouldn't say so. I Because uh, I know he just signed that with that P4L or whatever, PFL. PFL. Yeah, so I think that's like he's going and taking steps. I think though he's probably training a lot harder. Like Jake Paul, I seen his training. Um, Fury, he had like they're making fun of his uh, mitts, how like him uh, doing like sparring with his dad or whatnot, like his mm-hmm. practice. And pe- actual boxers were like commenting saying, you know, everyone messes up. Like it's just you're showing this part of the video instead of showing like the good things he was doing. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it could go either way. I do. Are they doing ten or twelve, to eight or eight? I don't know, honestly. I don't really I pay attention. I'm pretty sure it's ten. I know, sure I know he normally does eight, right? 
Paul? I don't. I, I, don't, don't even know. I thought the Silva fight was ten. I, I could have sworn his Woodley fights were eight. I know. The Woodley that. fights were eight. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I'm going to say <clears> Jake Paul. Uh, he's not. It's not going to be a spectacular knockout. I think the refs wind up stopping it somehow. Or like, dude, my bold take is Tommy's getting so worked, outworked, that his dad throws a little hissy fit, bro, and throws a towel in. That'd be crazy. Yeah, that's my that's my little take, dude. Something crazy like that might happen. That's a good take. That's what I got, though, Steve. I think this is a very big test for Jake Paul and. Tommy Fury was – I was watching this video saying – or Tommy Fury was saying that his, Jake Paul's boxing fundamentals are just all over the place. They're terrible. And he's promising that when he boxes Jake Paul in this ring that he's going to exploit every one of them. He's promising it. And like Luke said, he's saying he doesn't – if he loses this fight, he doesn't deserve to box again. And, I mean, the kid's last name is Fury. It speaks for itself. You know what I mean? He might only be the half-brother of Tyson Fury, but his brother is Tyson Fury. You know what I mean? And if he's saying that, yeah, this kid's knocking out world-class fighters in the gym, I believe it, dude. Tyson Fury just beat Deontay Wilder twice. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's a monster. He's arguably the greatest heavyweight of all time. And if he's saying that, I'm going to go off of his word. And I definitely think this is going to be Jake's toughest fight. I hate Jake Paul. I despise him. Huh? Who are you taking now to actually win? I'm taking Jake. I think I think I'm going to take Jake by like Luke said. I think the refs will somehow end up stopping it in some kind of bullshit way, and then Tommy will like have his hands up, like what, what, and then he'll argue like that he didn't lose it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it'll it'll Jake Paul will win. But what do you think if Fury wins? Is it going to be like a decision then? <sighs> I don't know, man, because Fury, I don't really... Fury's not, like, he's not saying he's not confident, but I just watched his last one. He is saying he's going to knock out Jake Paul, mm-hmm. but he's like, he's like, I want to get it done in one. He's like, but if it gets done in t- the second, the fifth, the sixth, he's like, I don't care. As long he just as wants to get it done. done. Yeah, yeah, like, and I do respect him now, dude, that... Uh, that necessarily he's actually stepping up and taking this. Like there was a lot of talk before, dude, about him constantly backing out. And I think, dude, he he has a little bit of fire under him because I know Jake Paul, dude, exposed. That's what I'm saying, man. About yeah, his, uh, his kid, his kid too being born uh-huh. and stuff. So this is yeah. definitely going to be Jake's toughest fight, but I think somehow some way Jake Paul end up getting this victory and then the question is after that do we see Tommy Fury box again because how he's saying he doesn't deserve to box this and that or will he argue that he won the fight that it shouldn't have been stopped like there's just cuz honestly I I honestly honestly god I see that happening I really do his, his dad basically said he's going to disown him if he loses so I know I know yeah, I, I, I would honestly say, dude, that's a strict family. It's a tough one yeah, to be yeah. in. Uh, there's a lot of pressure. I think there's more pressure on Tommy than there is with Jake, and even Tyson said that. Tyson said that there's a lot more pressure on Tommy, and mm-hmm. you know, you're know, you ultimately saying, your whole family saying, too, you should retire if you lose, and we're disowning you, change your name. I wouldn't say, don't say. <laughs> 
They did, dude. They I told know. Me. Change it to Tommy Paul. Yeah. Well, no, it's Tommy <laughs> Fumbles, dude. They had that bet before too. <laughs> but yeah, I I wouldn't. I don't know if he'd be done boxing, man. Like to be honest, man, maybe he'd go back to being like that model boy he was, because that's where people know him from. Was what that Bachelor show or whatnot? So, I think so. Yeah, I have no idea. I just would see maybe he boxes amateur fighters the rest of his career and makes yeah, little make nothing big of it. Yeah, like he's gonna get a big payday here. But then it's like if he beats Jake Paul, where does he go from there? Then? Yeah, because then they're saying if Jake Paul wins, he'll be ranked. But if Tommy Fury beats Jake Paul, is he gonna be ranked? Like you know what I mean? It's yeah. just yeah, it's weird. I think, I think this is good though for Fury if he does because then it can maybe promote him a little more. Mm-hmm. No, it definitely will. Uh, yeah, as a Fury last name, I think if he ends up winning this, more promotions are going to be like, oh, man, we want him on our card, a Fury name. Mm-hmm. And it's seeing how well they do with this promotion, too. Right. You got anything left on that, Pizza Boy? No, I'm good. I'm good no. on that. All right, we'll go off of that, and we'll talk about um, – we'll talk a little bit about Usman versus Leon Edwards. Man, Uz- or Leon Edwards knocked out Kamaru Usman viciously with that head kick for that title out of nowhere. And, wh- like, what do you think is going to happen in this next fight? Because this fight's creeping up, man. It's only a little bit over a month away. And I just want to hear what you guys have to think. Are we, is Usman going to just come in here and completely shut him out and dominate him? Or did that last knockout shake him up a little bit? You know what I mean? Does he not know what to expect here from Leon Edwards? Isn't he, isn't, and is he coming into that, this fight thinking that? You go first there, Mike. Is my my whole take on that is, you know, Leon's obviously twenty and three and and a great fighter and like ranked up there and stuff. And I mean, personally, I think he got shitty with that whole Usman fight because the first one Usman dominated, and I think Usman dominated the second one all the way up until that knockout. But if you really look at, you know, Edwards, like the three like main people he's really beaten in his career, which was all by decision, was like Dos Anjos. Uh, Diaz and Cowboy but like you know Usman's another animal and like I said I just feel like Usman's definitely probably going to do the same thing he did in the first round the first or the the second fight there before he got knocked out and then that'll be the end of it because I just don't think Leon could hang with him Leon is a top guy though but like like I said Usman's a different animal yeah, I, I agree with you, Mike. I think that was one of the luckiest shots someone has ever landed, to be honest. I, it might I think, be the best. Yeah, honestly, his his uh, coaches told him, he's like, you got to get a knockout here. And I think it was a little weird, man, that uh, was – I don't know if Herb Dean was the ref for that, but they ended up pulling him apart at the cage, and right after that we seen – I think this fight, dude, is going to be a just dominated fight. I'm going to take my prediction. If it goes decision, it's going to be 5-0 Usman or 4-1 Usman. I don't see Edwards honestly knocking him out again. I think Usman literally got a reality check that, hey, you're not – anyone could be beat, you know. But all it takes is one lucky hit in a fight. So, yeah, I definitely think uh, Edwards or Usman reclaims his gold. And we'll see from there. Then I don't know. Then who who do you have step up on uh, Usman because he's dismantled the entire division yeah, besides literally. Covington. Covington's the only one that really gives him a fight. Yeah, 
honestly, like, do they have their third fight after that? Because, I mean, some people do that. I mean, Murano fought, what's his name, Figueroa, four times. So, yeah, I think Usman comes in here and, and dominates this fight. I think that that knockout really woke him up a little bit. I don't think he was prepared. I think he just thought he was dominating that entire fight. And I don't think he expected that head kick to just come out of nowhere and drop him like that. So now that like, was a really good, that was like a good, like how he did it, bro. He made him drop his whole hand. It was dude. Yeah. He yeah. dropped his head into it. It was literally the he shit. He was dropped the yeah, entire side of his head. Same, like he said he was practicing that. So that was like something that came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. He took that from McGregor's book, dude, when he did it to Cerrone. Yeah. And yeah, I just think Usman comes in here and, and dominates. It's, I like like Mike said, Leon Edwards is a top guy, but other than Usman with this knockout, there's not really that many active guys that he has top wins over. So, yeah, I don't think it's even arguable. Usman's another animal, you know what I mean? I think he just comes in and and shuts him out. But um, you think Usman would trade or go to different divisions? Probably. I don't know, honestly. You think he would try to move down or move up? Up, if anything. I don't is know. You think he would move up? If he moved up, he'd be fighting out of Sonya. If See, and I don't think they want to do that. That'd be a crazy Friends, yeah. What about, all right, speaking of out what about Pereira then? What's that fight going to look like? I think Pereira destroys Izzy and that's it for Izzy. You think? Yeah. <laughs> you think, you think no. he's destroying it, Izzy? No. I think, because, I think dude, but you can't tell me if, if Izzy loses this, is, I think Izzy walks away, dude. Like, this guy is Izzy's nightmare, and you both know that. I dude, know I see Izzy say something about yeah, that. Yeah, but dude. Izzy was – he was literally beating him that entire fight, dude. And then in the in that fifth round, Pereira's um, corners just telling him, you need to get this knockout in order to win. You need to get this knockout in order to win. And that's Pereira's thing, man. He just over – he's so big. You know what I mean? He's so big for um for that weight. He looks like a light heavyweight. I was just I, mean? I was just watching videos of him training, too. He looks good and powerful, man. I know. That's and Adesanya's so big, and he makes Adesanya look like a twig. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. I, I think – I'm not joking, dude. I think Pereira is, is where Izzy is – he, is he can't get away from that guy, dude. I don't think he beat – I think Adesanya beats him this time around, man. He was saying, like, a bunch of crazy stuff on Facebook. after about F everything. I need to beat Alex Pereira. Like, he doesn't care about anything else. He's dead set on this. And you have to give respect to Izzy, dude, when it's due because he's ran through a lot of guys himself. Yeah. Anderson yeah. Silva, Robert Whitaker, Jared Cannonier. Like, there's a lot of guys that Izzy's ran through. He moved up. Um, a weight and fought Jan Blachowicz and lost, and that was his only fight that he lost in the UFC, other than the Pereira loss. So you have to give respect to him. Where what what's weight class is Jan? Peter Jan. Oh, well, Jan no, Blachowicz, yeah, light heavyweight. See, I thought we were gonna see um like two years ago, dude. One fight I want to see with Izzy. I don't know if it's gonna happen ever now. Is John Jones versus Izzy? I thought we were gonna end up getting that eventually. They were comparing them a lot. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And I think John I Jones think would, would just, ever happen. Yeah, John Jones would kill Izzy. I think. No I offense. Izzy's probably one. Might be my favorite fighter in the UFC. It's 
It's close, man, honestly. What do you like when he goes like this? I like the machine gun thing he does. <laughs> and when he starts breakdancing on people's heads. Yeah. Uh, dude, yeah, he had one of the coolest uh, entrances. Yeah. Was the with, yeah. I know. And when he was dancing with those guys, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, yeah. he knocked out. I forget who it was. He knocked somebody out and started breakdancing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he's a beast. He is the man, though. I do he like He is, him. dude. Um, you got anything on that, Mike? I I'd probably take Izzy, but like like you were saying, I mean, Pereira's a nightmare for him, and like he said it before himself, like it's just a match. It's like one of those matchups. It's sort of like you know, like a football matchup. It's like this team always has like this team's number, you know, like it's just one of those things. But yeah, I, I'll take Izzy on that, not by knockout, but if I, I would see a decision. Decision. <laughs> Me too. I think he retains the title in this one. Yeah. I don't know what's up with that audio, man. You can't you can't cross over Mike. That's what it is. Cause he's <laughs> using, no, it's because he's using a thing. Uh but um yeah, I'm definitely I'm sticking with my thing. I think Pereira and Izzy ultimately what ends up walking away. He said he didn't want to fight too much longer anyways. He said he he was looking at it like he's thirty three. And he only has. He's like, I, I. He's like, these last five years went really quick in UFC. He's like, so we'll see how much faster these next five go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, he said he doesn't really, really even fight anymore. Going off of that, we'll go. We'll move the Burns Masvidal. Um, UFC. I mean, the Jorge Masvidal's court date got pushed back to uh, May for the whole Covington thing. Already beat him up in Miami. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so his court date's pushed back till May, and he, he fights. Him. Huh? I said he warned him when he, it's in the streets when I see it. Yeah, I know. Covington, Covington owned him for five rounds. Yeah, dude, he literally yeah. just went ghetto. And I that's I can't stand Masvidal, man, and I can't wait to see Gilbert, Bo- or Gilbert Burns absolutely just I dismantle him. Gilbert Burns deserves a win, man. He's he's busy. gonna. I think he's gonna lock Masvidal up in a tight ass choke. Yeah, you're gonna see Masvidal get all red, <laughs> and he's gonna be tapping out on on Gilbert Burns' chest. I would put money on it. If Masvidal loses, does he leave the UFC too? Or what? I think yeah. he'll be done. I think he'll be yeah. done. This is. I was reading something that uh, Masvidal is trying to make one last total run, and I think Gilbert Burns is gonna be way yeah. too much for him. Usman just put his lights out. About a year ago, knocked him out cold. Never seen that before happen to him. And now Gilbert Burns is going to run through him too. Kobe Covington ran through him. Yeah. Now Gilbert Burns is going to do it. Yeah, I think Gilbert Burns has some of the best submission work in the entire UFC. And especially his chokes, man. Like, I really see him wrapping Mazadal up like a snake. Because Mazadal, his wrestling's not too good. You know what I mean? He's more of a stand up guy. Yeah. He's got, he, you know, and like, Honestly, dude, who, has, who has Masvidal beat besides Diaz and Darren Till, really? Yeah, that's what I, he only had that. that one run, dude, in 2019. He need Ben Askren in the face. Okay, yeah. that was cool to see. Like, he knocked him out pretty yeah. quick. It was cool to see. And then, then they fought. Just, Darren Till was good. When he beat yeah, Darren, no, Darren, Darren Till, was, Till good. was good. I will say yeah. that. But that was the end of Darren Till's run. And, yeah, yeah dude, he's man. another one, man. Like, yeah. And then I saw... Chimaev saying that if Darren Till would have stayed with him and trained with him in Sweden instead of going to Thailand or something, that he would have won his last fight too. Yeah, but they and like Mazadol got Diaz too, and they just did that uh, 
BS with giving the baddest mother effort, whatever. Yeah, that's Final. stupid too. And then just dude, they throw the they threw Diaz to the dogs every time. But mm-hmm. they're even gonna do it with uh Hamza. But Hamza missed weight, which Diaz got lucky. But still, dude, they're gonna throw they just every time they the UFC want, wanted to build a star, they threw him to Diaz. McGregor, yeah. you know what I mean? Even though McGregor was made. But it was like, all right, now this is going to secure McGregor mm-hmm. once again. You know, they did it. Leon Edwards, they needed to boost Leon Edwards up. They're on to Diaz. That's you know, credit but, to Diaz, though. You know, Diaz is a great fighter. He has a lot yeah. of losses on his record, but he's fought the top guys for most of his career, you know. Oh, well, yeah. Mike, Mike, are you Nate Diaz Army? No, yeah, I, 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 yeah <laughs> I, I like Diaz, yeah. Nah. I I heard they're actually trying to get Nick another fight too. To be honest, yeah, I saw that too. He's trying yeah. to make come back. But this he's year. saying, dude, he's saying some crazy stuff, dude. He's like, he wants Usman if anything. Yeah, he gets swept. Yeah. He's doing that for me. He's doing <laughs> yeah. that for media. Yeah, he would. He's a hundred years old. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you got smoked by Robbie Lawler, dude. Yeah, Robbie you know, Lawler's eighty-two. Yeah. Like, yeah, like isn't Burns coming off a uh, a loss to uh, Hamza? Gilbert yeah. Burns just won. He, who did he beat? He lost Hamza to Hamza a little bit ago. Yeah, yeah. and then um, that was a good he, fight. He just beat Jeff Neal, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hamza, he lost to Hamza like a year ago. That was a good fight. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was Hamza's like test. That was his. Yeah, he just he didn't knock him out. It was a decision, right? It was three two Hamza, I believe. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, because that was the one he took the most significant strikes in his career. Mm-hmm. All right, going off of that, Luke, I know you'll like this one. We'll get in the. I mean, as the wrestling perspective, I know you'll like this one. We'll get into Bo Nickel. He's making his UFC debate. Former or former Penn State wrestling stud. Um, he's MMA records three and oh, he's making his UFC debut, um, on this main card coming up. Um, he was in the contender series. I don't really count that. So do we'll they count that on his record though? Right. Or not? I don't, I don't know actually. Cause I know he's what two and oh or three and oh right now. It's three and oh. Yeah. I don't, I think they might, might, I don't know if they did. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, but, um, he's making his main card debut and his UFC debut in this fight um i think he's fighting jamie pickett i believe he's 13 and 8 so he is this is a test for bo nickel and luke i want to hear what you have to say first what do you think man about bo nickel bo nickel's an absolute beast man a multi-time national champion for penn state dude penn state is the greatest actually wrestling school in the country these guys produced an insane amount of people. Zane Rutherford, uh, Dave, T- like most uh, crap ton. Bo Nickel, dude, is gonna prove something to where like, all right, wrestling. But he even said he needs to work on his like standing more. That you can't just win with wrestling. But yeah, dude, I I'm excited to see a guy from Penn State work work his way. I think a lot of these wrestlers after seeing Bo Nichols will go and like consider jumping over into mixed martial arts because. Honestly, after college with wrestling, you're either just going on like Team USA and doing stuff with like Jordan Burroughs and stuff and uh, like Zane Rutherford's a beast. But um, that Gable Stevenson guy, I'd love to see him in uh, the UFC one day. 
I know he signed with WWE. But back to Bo Nickel, I think, uh, yeah, this is a big test for him. Definitely needs a W here. Uh, we'll see if he can stand with him. But I, I see him more or less just taking him down and, and controlling him, you know, playing with his food a little bit. But, yeah, shout-out to Penn State Wrestling, dude. That's an incredible school, and they produce the best of the best in the country and in the world. Mike? Yeah, so, I mean, like you were saying about, you know, being from Penn State and also, like, I'll definitely be rooting for him. You know, I'm not not too educated on him much because he's just coming up, but it will be a good test for him, and especially a guy who's, what, you said 13-8. and eight. I mean, that's – No, he's 3-0. and Oh, what, Jamie Pickett's 13-8. Yeah. Yeah, 13. That's a good test for him to get on his first card. And, uh, but like, you were also saying, uh, huh? No, go ahead. My bad. I was, I was just saying, uh, how you were talking about, like, you, you want to see, like, more wrestlers after college, like, go into the UFC. You know, I, I feel like if they could throw hands and they, and they feel like they could train well enough and, like, you know, get good enough to not just use their wrestling and get really into mixed martial arts, like, that could be huge for the whole sport, like in general. But uh and Penn State, like you said, is they've always been like that. They've always been the top like wrestling school in the nation. So like, yeah, I'm excited to see what Bo does. And I'll definitely be watching that one. Just more more so of a Pennsylvania guy, you know, who's coming up and hopefully he could get to the top someday. What what card's that on, Steve? Yeah. Two eighty five to Jones. Okay. When's that? When's February fifth. It's in like two weeks. Jones. Yeah, it's February 5th, I think. I thought Jones wasn't fighting. Uh, I thought he wasn't fighting. I mean, March 5th, I'm sorry. Wow, that is coming up. Wow. UFC 285 is Saturday, March 4th. It's coming up in about two weeks. Yeah. um, And then Valentina Shevchenko, um, arguably the best um, woman's fighter in the entire UFC. She's making a title defense too. I think she's going to dominate. But going back to Bo Nickel, I'm excited to see him make his debut. I do think that he needs to work on his striking. Not a little bit, a lot, honestly. He's not the best striker. His wrestling is good. I saw that he said that if he was to meet Alex Pereira or Israel Adesanya in the ring, and if it was a wrestling match, that he would just dominate them, which I think is a little bit of an overstatement given that Pereira's so big, you know what I mean? Well, he's a dude. He's a multi-time national. He player. is. He is. But these guys are also world middle kickboxers. You know yeah, what I mean? That now wrestling. And yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, but I am excited to see what Bo Nickel can do. I do think that wrestling is one of the best skill sets that you can have in MMA. And I think this fight against Jamie Pickett. Jamie Pickett's pretty, pretty well-rounded. I would say he's not. Like one of the best. What do they call him? The Night Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I think they do, bro. It's a good test for him, though. I mean, he's not going to play the best right away. Yeah, I mean, 13 and 8. I mean, his record's still positive. It's not a great record. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, it's still a big test. It's obviously he has experience. You know what I mean? He has over 20 mm-hmm. fights. So um, we'll see what Bo Nickel can put together against him. I think he'll just try to wrestle him and maybe try to like tap him out. And I think that'll be it. But if Jamie Pickett wins, I think it'll be a decision over Bo Nickel. I don't think he'll he'll finish Bo Nickel. I think it'll just be a decision because you have to think that 
Bo Nichols wrestling, man, if they're get on the floor, dude, he can do anything he wants to pretty much anybody in the entire UFC if he was to get them on the ground. His wrestling is so good. It's arguably the best in the entire UFC, honestly. It really is. Like, people say that Hamzat's a really good wrestler, that Kobe Covington's a really... I think Covington's probably the best wrestler. As of right now, I think Kobe Covington's well, right. mo- Most conditioned, honestly, man. He can do that for five straight That's days. what I mean. Yeah, like, what the wrestling that even that he put up against Usman was great. Like, you know what I mean? He always put up, he always puts up great and, fights. And, and Usman's known to be a guy who, like, overpowers people. And yeah, exactly. In, exactly. The first, in the first Masvidal fight, man, he was just tramping on Masvidal's foot. I mm-hmm. don't know if you remember that. It was a kind of yeah. just a boring fight. And, um... Yeah, Co- or Covington's a Division One wrestler. Obviously, Bo Nickel is too. Covington's so dominant in the UFC. You know what I mean? He was only a wrestler. He had he had Masvidal teaching him like how to strike and stuff like that. But whatever, you know what I mean? It could be the same story for Bo Nickel in this weight. You know what I mean? It could be another Kobe Covington story. Like, will this kid get this fight? Maybe he'll lose this fight and he'll realize like, okay, I need to really work on my stand up. You know what I mean? And I can be very successful in this league. And maybe he'll do that, man. But I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for Bo Nickel to win this fight. To be honest with you, you got to root for the Pennsylvania guys, given that we're all from Pennsylvania. And shout out Brett Beach too. I know this is a UFC pod, but Super Bowl champ. Maybe he'll bring that back home to MC. He um, shouted out. He shouted out uh, Mount Carmel on the Pat McAfee show. I saw. Yeah, so I wanted to give him a little shout out from the buzz. Well, I just wanted to know if I go and see that uh, trophy. I'm wearing my Jalen Hurts jersey to see it. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say about the the Bo thing. I'm I'm just gonna put it on record. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Bo submission, probably third round. Me too. Well, there I think they're only fighting three rounds too. So I would yeah, say it is a third. Fight. It is a three round fight. Yeah, I would say I'm Bo say gets go too. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Bo nickel arm triangle, second round. I like that, yeah. Um, you guys got any more on anything else on that? Mm-mm. You just want to uh, get into a little bit of. We'll get into a little bit more of this. John Jones, Cyril Gans. Oh, the Sterling, Sterling and Cejudo. Oh yeah, yeah. You wanted to get into Henry Cejudo. Yeah, a bit. I think I think it's a little messed up that he's getting this over O'Malley. I think I thought O'Malley was supposed to go and get the title shot next after after everything. Uh. I don't. I mean, Cejudo is a legend in the UFC. Don't get me wrong, but I just saw O'Malley with a, a victory over Yon. That was like whoever won that fight was getting the next thing. Uh, I don't know if the UFC doesn't think O'Malley's really ready for Sterling, but um, and Sterling said then after if he beats Cejudo, who's left? Uh, O'Malley. You know what I mean? Like Sterling could move up. Yeah, well, yeah, I know that's he. He's, he's a big dude. Up. He could move up. Yeah, he's getting sick of uh, cutting down a lot, but still, yeah. like, dude, then, then that just leaves it. And I can actually see him going up because I think the UFC wants O'Malley to get that title. And if Sterling's not there, then it might go like that. Mm-hmm. Sterling's good, man. I think it's a little messed up, though, how these guys keep cutting, like all these guys, how much they cut. Mm-hmm. Like, you should just fight at your designated spot. Yeah, it is ridiculous, man. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um. I think the whole thing around Sean O'Malley, man, he's Sean O'Malley is very good. Don't get me wrong, but he also has a a very big 
like media background. You know what I mean? It's the media ego in a way too. Yeah. That's what I mean. So I think that is why I don't think Sean O'Malley is really ready for, for Sterling. You know what I mean? Yeah. He beat Peter Yan, but a lot of people also say that Peter Yan won that fight. You know what I mean? It it can go either way, you know, just like Volk is on fight, go either way, whatever. Different people have their different thoughts, but I don't know. I think if, if Sterling fights Cejudo, I think Sterling beats Cejudo because Cejudo hasn't really out of shape. Yeah, and and also Sterling's a lot more built than he was a couple years ago, dude. When or when Peter Yan need him in the face, remember that he's not as skinny as he was back then. Like he's got a lot of muscle to him. Yeah, he's he's cut. Yeah, he's pretty jacked, dude. Like and. I, I think this is a different animal that um, Henry Sudo hasn't faced in this division yet. Yeah, he fought TJ Dillashaw, beat him for the double champ. Um, and it's but Alderman Sterling is very good. He's very good. I think he'd be too much for Henry Sudo to handle. Yeah, he's an Olympic champion wrestler, gold medalist, whatever. But it's. 2023 you know what i mean it's not different breeds it's not 2008 yeah i mean cejudo's like i mean i've always been back and forth with cejudo i like him and i don't like him but like i don't know if he is ready for sterling especially after being retired for however long he's been out of the ring so or out of the octagon so it's like if i'm if that fight does happen i'm definitely going to take sterling and then see what happens from there with O'Malley and stuff like that. But I do agree that O'Malley's not – I don't think he's ready yet for Sterling because, like, yeah, Peter, I honestly thought Peter Yan won that fight. Like, when I watched it, like, I was shocked that they gave it to O'Malley, and I was I was thinking, like, oh, it's rigged because he has such a big social media following and they just want him to keep climbing the ladder in that division. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to take Sterling on that. Anything, yeah, I'm, I, I, yeah, I, I agree. Um, see now, I don't know who, do, like Steve, who do you think who's better than Yon or Sterling? Because both of their fights were very controversial. I think Sterling. Now, I think Sterling is, but before, when Yon was in his prime, I think Yon was better. Like yeah. when, when Yon need him, I think Yon probably would have won that fight. But now, if they were to fight again for the title, I think Sterling would beat him. Yeah, so I don't know if O'Malley's ready yet, but I I think, dude, you have to just give the kid his opportunity. Yeah, you do. But like, but... Uh, it's smart. It's smart with the UFC because they know, all right, this kid could be the face of it. So if Sterling does have the plan to move up, then do we? And then give O'Malley that title shot against someone besides Yon, or maybe run it back with Yon. Mm-hmm. But I know there's bad beef with uh, Cejudo and O'Malley. So then I could see if Henry gets in there that O'Malley and Suhuda yeah. maybe go out at then yeah, too. Yeah. Good take. yeah. I, I think take. I think Jan and uh Jan and O'Malley should run it back. Just because how it ended. Gotcha. I think they will eventually. I think yeah. But not yet. One of them's gonna become a champion first and then they'll run it back. Mm-hmm. But going off of that, I want to get into because we me and Luke talked about it last week, the Jones versus gone. Obviously, coming up on March fourth, we just said that. Um, now that Mark or Mike's here, um, I just want to hear or go back over this a little bit. 
John Jones is obviously moving up to heavyweight, fighting Cyril Gon for a title that's vacated by Francis Ngannou. Um, what do you think is going to be the outcome of this fight? Do you think that John Jones just comes in here and whoops Cyril Gon, or do you think that Cyril Gon just dominates him? You know what I mean? Because a lot of people are John Jones is the underdog, and a lot of people are saying that Sirogan's too big for him, that he's too much for him to handle. Me personally, I don't think that. I think John Jones is the greatest of all time. I've been watching his videos of him training and stuff like that, like hitting the bag. He's huge. He's ready to go, man. He's been he's been out of the game for three years, and I saw Joe Rogan said this too. Um, we might see John Jones come in the heavyweight and be better than he was in light heavyweight, given how big he is now. You know what I mean? I think he is going to come in here and, excuse my language, I think he's going to beat the shit out of Siogon. I really do. He's going to, honestly. He's he, The kid was our age, dude. He's 23 years old running through world champions. The best fighters in the world. Yeah, he, the only one he was ever scared of, he said, was Rampage Jackson. Like, and he beat and him. Cause he, that's because, though, he had that respect for Rampage. Yeah, and he still beat him. Like it's his John Jones's mindset is he's great is great. He's the greatest of all time. There's nobody on the planet that I would put up against John Jones beating him in a fight. There really isn't honestly like he's, he's going to come in here and he's going to be a heavyweight champion. Mark my words. Yeah. I, first of all, I'm very, I'm, I'm disappointed that the Nganu, fight didn't happen with Jones, but I mean, I don't know if John Jones is ready for Ngannou yet, just coming back after all this time off. So, I mean, maybe, maybe that fight's better. I don't even know what Ngannou's doing. Didn't he sign with the, the thing that Jake Paul's doing, the PFL or whatever? They're trying to get him into that. I, I don't think he is. I think he's going to go and try to get this super fight with Fury. Yeah. He's doing- when you box, dude, he, like, dude, Fury makes it like a, a, a couple hundred mil when he's yeah. boxing, dude. So, like, he was one of the most pay, highest paid boxers this year. Alex Pereira said that it would be suicide for Francis Ngannou to go in there and box um, Tyson yeah. Fury. I think I it think, would, too. I think, dude, like, uh, Fury would probably pick him apart. But, dude, Me if, too. Yeah. I think he would. But, like, dude, I think by far Ngannou, man, has just that – has a harder hit than Wilder. Yeah, I don't like the bigger, bigger gloves on, man. You don't know. I but, think Ngannou was scared of John Jones. Like, I think he I, left. I, the, he was in talks of that contract for two years, and then when this date's about to get confirmed, with the best fighter ever, he's moving up to heavyweight. He saw how big he was. He saw how hard he was training for this fight. Then you decide to leave the UFC. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. uh, there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, I I just think. Um... I do think with the, the Cyril Gaon fight, it's I I'm I'm gonna go with John Jones just because he is he is the go. I don't think I've ever seen anybody in the UFC who's honestly put on better fights or has ran through divisions like he has. Like he's just he's that good. And I mean he has had a lot of time off. He is moving up a weight class, but like you said, Lori, we saw we watched those videos of him training, he does look big. Like, he looks big, and he looks like he's hitting hard. Not only does he look big, he looks fast. Like you said, he's hitting hard. Yeah. Yeah, he, he looks really good. So, I'm gonna, I'm probably going to take uh, 
John Jones. I honestly don't know at this point, like what it's going to be. I don't know if I see him knocking him out or, or if it's going to be a decision. I'd probably lean more toward a decision just because he's going up a weight class, but I don't know. We'll have to see. I'll definitely be taking Jones though. Yeah, I'm definitely taking Jones. I think this is going to be a big test with it. So, I mean, dude, they offered it to Stipe, but I mean, I think Stipe is just waiting after. Isn't this last fight Stipe fought when he got flattened by Nagato? Yeah, well, Stipe, just stay asleep, man, and whatever. <laughs> Keep firefighting. Yeah. Mike, we know you and Reno have respect for him. <laughs> I do. I have respect for him as a fellow firefighter. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 he got my respect. He's just uh, no, nowhere. He's, there's no way he takes on Jones. Cyril was probably the best thing that could have happened, like matchup wise. And if they throw uh, Tua or whatever his name is, Shuey, the sh- guy who does a Shuey, Jones would flatten him. Yeah, Jones would absolutely yeah. kill him. Kill him. <laughs> yeah. They would. But that, yeah, that's my take. Jones, I, I could see Jones. Cyril, I don't think, is going to get knocked out. But he was proven, dude, that Shuey guy, Tozoa or whatnot, did actually knock him down once or twice. So, I don't know. Maybe we see John Jones, dude, actually score a knockout. And you you guys know by watching when, John's, when Jones is on someone, dude, pounding down, that ref after like one to like four hits, dude, he's like instantly pulling off, especially mm-hmm. – if they're hitting in the back of the head. But, yeah, that's my take on that. Yeah, so we all have Jones going into this one? Yeah. Yeah, Gone did knock out uh, Lewis, Derek Lewis and Tuavasa. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. But we're going to wrap it up with that. Um, Thank you guys for watching. Second episode of Ringside Talk. Second episode will be out next week um, on Tuesday. Thank you, guys. Peace, boys.